Welcome to the Crescent Podcast. I'm Leanne. This podcast is an extension of my personal philosophy and commitment to continual growth in all areas of life. I firmly believe that optimal health comes from addressing all areas of us as human beings, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Through expert interviews, I hope to both inspire and enable you to create sustained change in your own life. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy. Well, happy Tuesday, everyone. I'm just over here sipping on my goat milk latte that I love to have midday. Decaf, definitely. Otherwise, I won't be sleeping tonight. And I'm so excited to bring you today's episode with Jeanette. She is a business and energy healer. If you follow her on Instagram, I'll be sure to link it in the show notes. It's the spiritual business healer. And what we talk about today is why looking at business trauma and personal trauma is so important for changing your business. For those who are feeling like their business is broken, hurting, no longer aligned for them, Jeanette helps individuals, helps her clients be able to understand where are the energetic leaks, where are the energetic blocks that may be contributing to your business misalignment, business problems, whatever the word for it is that you might use. I loved this conversation with Jeanette because I told her even before we started recording that I don't know what a spiritual business healer is. And so often when I'm interviewing guests, I love to do some research on their work, on what it is we're going to talk about so that I make sure I have, you know, just a little bit of information about what we're going to be talking about. And I was letting her know, I really don't know what this is because it's something that she has created herself. It's such a pure, genuine, authentic reflection of who she is. And what I loved about that though is that the conversation was able to flow wherever it was meant to go. So this maybe isn't as structured as some of my other interviews, but it was so authentic and genuine And there was so, so, so much good stuff that came out of this. I think even just having this conversation with Jeanette helped open a lot of doors for me in my mind. And I know it's going to do the same for so many of you as well. I was trying to think to myself, how could I describe Jeanette's energy? And she really has this combination or this beautiful balance of this driven, go get powerhouse energy, but then also this super comforting, soothing, holding space, Mother Earth energy. <laughs> and I have never experienced that before in someone. Usually someone is either or, either it's just like you feel this intense go, go, go energy from them, but not a lot of soothing and comfort or vice versa. It's all the soothing and comfort, and but it's very slow and steady. There's no driving force there. And so I think that's something that is so unique about Jeanette. And I know that you're going to feel that it's going to come through in this interview. I also had the pleasure and the honor of getting to do a one-on-one session with her outside of this interview to look at my business and my business trauma 
And let me say, it was one of the most impactful hours of my life. I loved it because it was really just a no bullshit, no wasting time approach. It's like, let's get into it. If you're here, you're here to make moves, not dip your toe in. We are diving all the way in. And it was so powerful because we got right to the root of so many things I feel like I've been struggling with in my own business. And she helped me get really, really clear on what some of those blocks were energetically, emotionally, and then gave me some really clear tasks and tools that I could go implement right away. And I love that. While So really quick acting, really getting to the root of the issue quickly, but then also, as I mentioned before, that super comforting, soothing mother earth energy where you still feel so held in that process. And just to give a little bit of background, we actually met through social media and Jeanette was a client of mine first. Um, She reached out and we had a custom flower remedy consult, which she has then gone on to gift to many of her clients, which has been so special. So it really is such a beautiful reciprocal relationship. And through that connection and following her, I just became so interested in what she was doing. Most of my guests tend to be experts in more of the physiological side of health. And so it's really an intention of mine to begin to have more guests on that are also discussing the emotional side of health, the spiritual side of health, along with that physical, physiological side of health as well. So please enjoy this interview with Jeanette. Okay, well, Jeanette, welcome to the Accrescent Podcast. Thank you for having me, Leanne. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so excited about this conversation for a multitude of reasons. One, we're going to be talking all about emotional health, which is my favorite thing to talk about ever. It's what I'm doing all day long with Evox. But I was telling you before we started recording that it's rare when I'm interviewing a guest that I don't like know exactly where the conversation is going to go and what we're going to talk about. And so that actually makes me even more giddy and excited for this because I can't wait to see where this is going to go. And especially following you on Instagram and just what a spark, what a light. You're so authentically yourself. And so I just know this is going to be fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can't help but be authentically myself. It's a blessing and a curse. I love it. So one of the things I noticed on your Instagram profile is the phrase business trauma specialist. And even I was like, I know what each of those words mean, but what does this actually look like? So can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So business trauma is a trademarked uh, process. Um, It is a proven process that I've been using with so many people. And a specialist is just because I am the only one, I am the master. I invented this this process. Um, But ultimately, you know, Leanne, and your listeners probably know this as well, is that trauma happens all the time. 
like it happens all the time and whether it's a little trauma big trauma it like stays in our physical and emotional body and specifically spiritual body as well and who we are and the work that we do on our personal selves is one thing but when you go into business there's a whole different version of us that emerges and a whole different layer of emotions and traumas that pop up as well and so i've seen so many enlightened folks that work on themselves till the end of time and then in business there's still different types of traumas that they can't they can't go over the hump and so i saw this like i guess you could say a gap um in and an opportunity the biggest opportunity ever which is to heal our business traumas so when you're working in healing the business trauma is this in general or do you find that you're working with people who are already doing a bunch of personal healing but they just aren't sure how to bring that, carry that over into the business? Or are you also working with people who are getting kind of in a rut with their business or it's not going where they want to go and you're helping them say, hey, maybe a component is to take a look at the personal healing and the business healing or maybe both? Yeah. So I work with both types. Most of the clients that I work with specifically have like a team of people. They have a hypnotherapist. They have some type of emotional or life coach. They have a therapist. They they literally are supported in all aspects because they understand, you know, working with trauma is what unlocks the universe and the opportunities to just fall into our laps. Now, they being so evolved, so enlightened, you know, be always like looking for that next trauma to unhack or hack. When it comes to business, they always, they sometimes, sometimes feel as if they're like, they're slowing the brakes down mm-hmm. or that. How can I be so enlightened yet feel stuck when I stare at a a page that I need to edit and I don't like words or my fingers don't move. So there's like these, a bunch of like red lights, yellow lights that pop up in business. And I always suggest, Hey, would you like to do a business trauma session? Because I could pretty much guarantee we could heal one of these aspects and ultimately heal your business. When you heal your business, you enlighten your business to a higher level. Businesses are like machines to some degree, and that's how we viewed them. And so enlightening, healing them allows it to be at the frequency that you might be at personally. Hmm. So can you talk a little bit more about what what does business trauma look like for you? Or can you give us some examples of what that might look like? And then we can get a little bit into what is the process of working through that a little bit? Yeah, so there are seven different types of business traumas, like umbrellas, like or buckets, if you'd like to call them that. I actually have a business trauma quiz. If you if you want to share it with your audience, they can totally yeah. take it. Um, yeah. You can find where your energetic blocks or leaks might be. Um, we'll talk about self worth. Is that okay? Is that the first one? Oh, sure, sure. Okay. So I feel like uh, as women, we always are comparing ourselves sometimes social media and other places. Yet we do so much work on ourselves for self worth. Um, to be like, I am valued, I have I have value, I need to show up in this world, my voice matters, all of this stuff. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It's necessary work. When a person heals on a personal level, self-worth, and it's not healed in a business, for example, let's pretend a coach or a consultant on in the online space or some type of healer position, and they are still working 30 minutes for $30. They have not upgraded their value system within their business to equal how much they value and worth, which if they don't heal their business and the value of the work, what ends up happening is there's resentment towards the work. That business mm-hmm. is completely out of alignment. Um, it feels like they 
just are not worthy of the business when in reality the business is not worthy of them at the level of pain that it's in Mm, oh I love that that's so beautiful so that's one so it could be in it could be in rates um we also within the business trauma triangle there is an ability to protect ourselves in order to not just feel the lesson but to protect and heal the lessons and make sure that we don't repeat this lessons in business going forward um one of the other ones is imposter syndrome Mm. okay and yeah i'm sure you've heard the the research on it that probably the most educated well-intentioned women are the ones that suffer the most from imposter syndrome (laughs) it's yeah it, yeah, it, it doesn't. I mean, it, it's everyone I know says they have this. All the business women I work with say they have this. And so there's there's the part of me that goes, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. But then there's the part of me that goes, but why? Why? Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Give it to me. Well, I believe imposter syndrome is not living to our fullest expression. Hmm. Because we're actually the imposter. Hmm. Okay. We're the imposter not showing up fully. So when women are running businesses and they're actually speaking to an audience at a dimension or frequency lower than what they are, they're, they feel imposter because they're trying to prove themselves to a frequency lower than where they are. When in reality, they should be speaking to their healed parts. I see that. And what comes to my mind too a little bit is I think for some for myself included, it could be a form of self-sabotage that's keeping you, holding you back of, if I have this imposter syndrome, then I don't need to shine my brightest. Yeah. And so in a very subliminal way, it can kind of be protecting you, quote unquote, from having to show up as your fullest self. Yeah. And they, they feel the self-sabotage, the mismatch of energy because it is mismatched because their business has not been healed. It has not been enlightened enough so that they can be at the same level. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so good. Okay, I want to keep hearing these buckets because they're <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, so those are two. Uh, we could go over one more. I'm going to ask sure. you a question and then sure. the listeners could take the quiz. Um, what is something that you see that people might be struggling with when it comes to business? So the self-worth is one of the biggest ones I see. I say very often in working with clients with Evox, and not all of my clients are working through business-related in particular, but across the board, no matter what topic we're working on, at its root, it always boils down to either worthiness or a perceived fear. There's There's something they're afraid of maybe it's they're actually afraid of the success subconsciously because of whatever the beliefs are about success. If I get successful, I'll lose my friends. If I get successful, people will take advantage of me, whatever it is. But to answer your question in in a short, the shortest way possible, it's worthiness or fear Yeah, uh-huh. that I see. Yeah. And um, so worthiness, we kind of went over that a little bit, a way to like just polish it off the end. If you are a someone in business and you fear uh, charging your worth, let's say, for example, or putting up boundaries because you know you are worthy of these boundaries and you don't have to sacrifice yourself to be of indebted service to your clients. 
um, what could, what you can do is actually create the parameters of a healed business to worthiness by when you have an onboarding system, you actually teach the paradigms of what it looks like to be a perfect client. Oh, wow. Wow. Can you say more on that? Because that really struck me deep. Yeah. So sometimes with my buckets, there are fears with every single one of them. And one of the fears is rejection that people cannot, let's say, afford my services or rejection that I won't um, serve them at the rate or the capacity that I'm charging. Okay, mm-hmm. those things. So what you can do is you could actually heal your business by putting parameters of what it, what you're expecting also of your client's experience. Mm-hmm. And if you feel you didn't get your money's worth, you might want to ask yourself A, B, and C. Okay. And is this something like, just so I can, I'm very visual. Is this something that you're putting on your website? Like a very specific website is coming to mind where I thought it was wonderful on her website. She said, you know, working with me is for you if blank, blank, blank. You don't want to work with me if blank, blank, blank. And she kind of made it really clear. Like if you fall into these categories, you don't want to work with me. And that was actually the first time I've seen that. And it sounds it's like it's a little bit kind of what you're referencing here. So that's definitely one way of like doing a sales page. Yeah, absolutely. But it's like once they say yes, the okay. expectations of how you want them to rise to the occasion of being the best client possible and to also teach them boundaries as well and empowerment at the same exact time. Because what you fear that they might say, they fear that they might not get. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to meet expectations right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so does that look like something that once you, you know, once that booking comes through and you see it, maybe they're getting an automatic email response that's sort of detailing these kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. It it could be detailed. I I, I hate words. Like I hate words (laughs) on a page. I hate words on a page and I know it sounds weird, but we are such enlightened and evolved beings at this point that we only grasp like video sound and images um, at, at a subconscious level. It's also what moves the spiritual body. So if you can do it in a video, email, follow-up, that would be ideal. There are specific ways, and we could talk about that after, specific ways that you can implement this like tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. sounds great. I, what I want to ask here really quick is you mentioned boundaries with clients. Yeah. And can you elaborate on this a little bit, what that might look like? Because I know that this is something sometimes I get a fear that builds up within me, right? I'm doing the work of honestly healing an inner child that has not felt protected for most of her life. And so one of the things I say to myself every morning now is, I see me, I hear me, I protect me. And I know occasionally when I have a potential client that I'm feeling trepidation about, I think it's that inner child feeling like this, something here feels threatening And I need to be confident that I can protect myself from it, even if it's just like an energetic vampire, right? Which that's okay, but I want to be able to trust that I can protect myself from it. But I want to know a little bit more what you're referencing there, if it's related to that and what that might look like really specifically setting those boundaries. Yeah. Are you ready? (laughs) A little mini micro healing. This is going to be super fun. Um, To fast forward through a business trauma triangle, and I'm doing this in my head right now for you, you said when you wake up, you say, I am seen, I am heard. I see me, I hear me, I protect me. 
I see me, I hear me, I protect me. I want you to ask yourself, where does your business see you? Where does your business hear you? Where does your business protect you? Hmm. Where does your business not see you? Where does the business not hear you? Where does your business not protect you? Mm-hmm. Where does your where do your clients not see you? Where do your clients um, not hear you? And where are your clients not protecting you? And then also the positive of that. Mm-hmm. How do they? How do they? Etc. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's so, there's so many different facets there. What I will say is, I feel like the answer that's coming up for me is not in the way in the things that I'm sharing not sharing my fullest version of myself. And this is something I've really honed in on over the last two months in particular of I am going to post and talk about whatever I want to post and talk about. And I think that's really the biggest thing. Whereas not that I was um, putting on a facade before, but I think I just had fear. Like, do I imposter syndrome? Can I really talk about these things? Will anyone care if I talk about these things? And so just shedding all of that and going, if you have a desire to share something, share it. That's the only validation you need. Oh yeah, let's let's go let's go spiritual right now, if that's okay. You sure? <laughs> what what turns you on? What lights you up is meant to be turned on and light up in that moment. When you hold it in a bucket, you write it down and don't share it or express it. The moment has passed. Those who needed that message could pass by without it and ultimately that fire gets snuffed oh that is so good and let me tell you this is exactly what I have been feeling over the last like I said two months in particular of when that shot of inspiration comes through me when that message comes to my mind it needs to be shared right in that moment and I've seen this happen so many times with myself where I don't share it or I put it in my notes to share later. And then when I'm sharing it later, there's like an energetic charge that's no longer there. Yeah. Versus when I'm sharing it from the authenticity of the moment it came to me, I feel the magnetism in it. Oh, yeah. Like the way that I explain this to like a lot of my clients, because my clients are like people in the in the external world. They're very, they're whether influencers or they're creating impact in the world. I want you to think of inspiration, which is the breath of life, inspiration. Okay. Inspiration, like an avocado. Once it's ready, once it's ripe, you have just you have a limited time before. <laughs> and even if you were to voice note it, even if you were to write it down with the same passion, it's equivalent to like a store-bought guacamole. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't hold it's like it loses that lackluster <laughs> yeah and I think I can tell a really big difference between oh my god I want to share this message now versus like a paying for an idea that I need to let simmer like an incomplete message that's kind of coming through so I do see a big difference there but it's just so kismet that you're saying this because this is the exact thing I've been trying to work on the last two months is like just say it don't think about it too much don't try and package it up in just the right little wrapping paper. Like, just say it, just put it out there. If it's inspiring you and moving your spiritual body, gave you chills, it gave you this light bulb moment, fire in your gut belly, do it. And for those things that feel like little pings incomplete, I want you to think of them, they're unripe avocados. Mm. It Mm. might just take a little bit maturation, whether it has to be put in a paper bag in the dark place and just hide for a little bit until it gets more matured. Or is it one that needs to be put out in the sun? 
like it, it just really depends. It's just not matured enough yet. Mm-hmm. I think this is something that so many business owners can relate to because I think it's really easy to get bogged down in creating content just for the sake of creating content. And this is why, let me tell you, and there's nothing against anyone who does like bulk content creation, but that has never resonated with me. If it resonates with you, amazing. It has never resonated with me. And this has been a little bit of a barrier for me because when I try and create content, I I, I kind of hate that word, to be honest. When I try and create information that I'm going to put out there in bulk, it's like I hit a dead end. The, all of the inspiration, all of the creative energy flows out of me versus when I'm tuning in on a daily basis, literally every post I make, it is what was vibrating within me that day. Mm-hmm. And that is like the only way I can create. I can't do this batch content creation thing. But that's kind of what we're hearing we need to do to be efficient and et cetera. I'm going to say it's like a catch-22. It's like half and half. Are, are you a generator by any chance in human design? A manifesting generator. Manifesting generator. Okay. So that would make sense why it, it that feels like super in alignment. So you can also be in just like a very flowy state. Like I, I don't batch stuff, but when I'm inspired and when I'm on fire, I just let it rip and then mm-hmm. just like post it as soon as it is. But it has all the power in it in that moment. It's completed and it's done. Okay. okay so you could do that. What you're speaking about is like those hits of inspiration that you know the collective needs right now. Like you mm-hmm. are on the cusp of breaking everything, breaking beliefs, breaking point of views, breaking everything. And those things do need to be shared in real time. Mm-hmm. Do you find often that your clients are coming to you with, all the things they've heard they need to do in business and you're helping them really sift through. Yeah. You don't have to, you don't have to do that necessarily, or you can do what resonates with you. There's not a one size fit all. I say business is really simple. As long as you feel safe and you heal through the lessons, business will create cash flow. Mm. It really is. I think (laughs) Maybe it's a selling point to make business seem really complicated. And there's little facets here and there, but I, I'm just really starting to peel back the layers of, um, and honestly, getting into human design helped me a lot with this. It helped me so much with just tuning into what is my flow of energy and how can I use that appropriately? That was game changing for me. But there's so many things you hear, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And it really does start to create this very limited view of how to be successful in business. Well, I'm a firm, firm, firm believer that nobody needs to do anything. They desire to, they have the inkling, they have the push, they have that soul calling um, and anything that doesn't feel in alignment with that, drop it immediately. I love that you say that. Something that I had to catch myself with is... And the phrase I now ask myself is, is it unaligned or is it just uncomfortable? Because what I was finding with myself in certain things is that the self-sabotage was coming up in a sense that anything I didn't want to do was unaligned. And there's a, you know, there's a balance here of, is it really not lighting me up or is it just uncomfortable? And for me, there were a lot of things that were just uncomfortable that were actually calling me to be my most authentic self 
And I was afraid to do that. So I was categorizing that as, oh, it's unaligned. Doing that deeper healing of why am I afraid to shine? What am I afraid will happen if I shine, et cetera? Why do I think I'm not worthy of this has helped make it so much more clear for me what is truly unaligned or what is just uncomfortable. Yes. That, and that's that's where the foundation work is. Like that emotional work, that healing work is the foundation. And again, that's one part. Then it's in the business part. How how can I feel safe shining my light? How can I feel safe within my business doing it? Because it's a it's a little bit different. And the reason I'm saying different is because any woman or any person is in their alpha when they're running a business. And so sometimes our alpha version of ourselves sometimes does not have our safety in mind. It has our ego in mind. Hmm. So it's two different types of us, experiences of us that just need a little bit of a different healing. Slightly mm-hmm. different. And, yeah. Okay. So let's get into it a little bit more, the business healing in particular. So when you have someone come to you, first of all, do you feel like most clients are aware of what needs healing or they're coming to you like, I just don't like, it, it's not working. Something's not working, but I don't know what. And you're kind of helping them get that clarity. A hundred percent. Most of the people don't know what's working. They've hired the best consultants money can buy. They've um, used all their resources to fix the problem. And in a business model, it should work, but it's not. And it's usually the most soulful entrepreneurs that have the hardest time working the traditional business model. That makes so much sense. And you have to understand that businesses, since the beginning of time, were always here to heal a problem. Businesses were created to heal a problem, but businesses haven't been healed since the beginning of time. Businesses Mm -hmm. are still run in that, uh, let's just call it a masculine energy, which is go, 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 conquer, 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 pat on the shoulder, let's do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and women are not like, we really do need to, um, connect with our menstrual cycle with the lunar cycle, because it makes such a difference when it comes to nurturing ourselves, our mission, our purpose, our vision. Um, and then when we need to strip back the layers, um, it's just so much more different. And I believe that is also why we have such a huge hormonal imbalances with mm. uh, women who are entrepreneurs, they're running on different set of borrowed hormones um, in order to join the 5am club, different big boy clubs as well. And trust me, I'm a part of many big boy clubs, but I know how to hold my feminine. And I'm very proud of that. That is such a beautiful reminder. And it's making me think of just such a real example in my own life of launching the Crescent, my practice here in Dana Point, Within a couple months, it was one of those things where from the moment my eyes opened to the moment my eyes closed, I was thinking, worrying, doing something related to launching the business. And within like two months of launching, my periods were the most painful, horrendous. I've never experienced anything like that. Like I was on the floor in agony, taking the heaviest painkillers you possibly can. And I'm not even a painkiller taker. Like I don't even do that. And thankfully with my background in natural wellness, I knew immediately this is an imbalance. I need to pivot and give myself that emotional support, not spend every waking hour of the day on the business. And within a month of making adjustments, it all went away. Now I know a lot of women don't necessarily have that knowledge. And there's a, you know, like there's a physiological and emotional component there, but 
exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So many of us start out being entrepreneurs because we want full creative authority. We want to be able to do what is coming through us. And I actually see so often we end up becoming slaves to the business. Uh, yeah. Okay. So first of all, yes, women are meant to create and be badass women doing so. Um, but give yourself badass permission to do it. That's what women, we, I hate saying the word should, but that's what we are designed to do. We're designed to create. We're designed to change the world. We're designed to help and heal. We're designed to filter emotions within community. We are designed to do that. What we're not designed to do is to be put in a peg. We're a peg in a square hole. Hmm. That even makes sense. And we're trying yeah. to take our vision, our dream, our practice and put it into an archaic business model. Hmm. It doesn't have to be. It does not have to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying here, once and for all, women, you have permission to build the business of your life, not only aligned with you, but aligned with your higher power. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so good. So how, what are some of the questions you're asking or how are you helping clients get clarity on where the business trauma might be that they need to start looking at and addressing? Yeah. So normally people come to me for like a one day intensive. So we do one full day intensive. It's about five to seven hours. It really depends on the size of the organization or business. I work with a lot of solopreneurs um, as well where we do a one-day intensive, and in that, we kind of dissect the business. I see, I do, we deconstruct it into pieces, and then I ask them to kind of touch certain parts, because we have Post-it notes every, touch certain parts that resonate with the frequency of creation and the parts that were created by others. And we mm. start to identify the difference or the parts that you said, oh, I'm going to follow this person's formula, or I'm going to do what this person told me, rather than just was completely soul aligned. Um, and then we work backwards and I ask them, what are the financial money leaks? What are the energy leaks in yourself? What are the things you, um, move on your calendar more than two days? And we go really deep into it. Then we go into the, um, business trauma triangle and we triage everything, everything. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, just the fact that you're saying it's a full day intensive, that's not something I've seen anywhere else. You know, it's like you get an hour consult with someone, which great. I'm sure a lot of progress can happen there, but I really love that concept. Did you just find like, look, this is what I need to be able to get in there? Yeah, because so many times people would share their woes in business and personal and where they want to go. And we could barely touch one business trauma. And I really want people to feel that if they have about four to five that they would like to feel first, um, we can go ahead and do it. The average person has about 20 to 24 business traumas that they want to heal. But some of them, they're just not a priority, and that's totally fine. But on that day, we do about three to five. And then um, most people do come to my retreats. So it's either business owners, they come to a one-week retreat where there is a guaranteed business awakening. Um, We heal the business. We awaken, we ignite that fire, and most most importantly, we protect the fire. How many people are usually, do you keep it sort of a small group? I always, I always keep it small, so it's always less than 10 people. I love that. I usually, there's like a limit to the amount of people I can be around in those in situations like that. So I do, I love that you keep it small. And I saw the last one you did, you guys went to 
Tulum. Where did you go? Tulum. I mean, it just looked phenomenal. Not just the scenery, but you could sense the magnetism coming out of just what you were sharing about it. It was it was insane. Um, the specific location in Tulum is fantastic. It's actually uh, the frequency of the womb. So that house, oh. the womb energy. So the womb, I believe, is the black hole of creation where we can literally create anything that we desire. And so in that home, businesses are awakened and created on a whole nother frequency. Mm. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm curious, when you have identified with a client, what needs to be healed? What does that healing journey look like? I imagine it's very individual to that person. And are you finding, I, I know that so many people are coming to you because they really do want to create change. But do you find that once you really target what needs to be healed and, hey, here's how we can start to heal it, is there resistance? No. Okay. There's no resistance. Once they're in the, I guess, within my vicinity and in the in the process of doing, when someone's talking about the problem, they're also expressing the solution. So in real time, we have a map of the process to change immediately. Hmm. The way that this is created, the business trauma triaging, is incredible that it's done in real time. So we heal the processes first, then we heal the physical, spiritual, then we go to the prophetic. Can you touch on each of those a little bit? Yeah. So the first one is about what are we adding? What are we removing? And then the second part is like the magic sauce. And that is individualized per person. And it's really an intuitive body conversation that we have together. Along with we identify, we identify, classify, and choose what your business entity is. For some people, it could be a crystal. For some people, it could be a microphone. It really depends. And in that stage, we unlock what what other layers might be there that's not attached to a physical thing. And then what about the prophetic? What does that mean? That <laughs> one is top secret. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But okay. The prophetic is really like, I think the reason why people come to me because we unlock their, their philosoph- inner philosopher. We unlock the, what I call quote unquote, the billions that are locked within them because Billions of dollars means you touch billions of souls. And we get into a place where we're just sharing the light to its highest expression when you've been, uh, I want to call, I want to say the word infected, but infected with this new version of gasoline. Just as you were saying, you know, the word billion, I think this would be something so, I'm so interested to hear your take on this is lack mentality or scarcity ah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because first of all I, I feel this this comes up in me when I see someone sharing something that I'm passionate about sharing about you know you get that little pang of oh no like they need to hear it from me first and I regularly will tell myself like first of all like we talked about earlier there's magnetism in you sharing where you're authentically at what's authentically coming up for you right now even if it's not necessarily like a new message. It may be something that someone has said before, but it's resonating with you so deeply right now. But you do also see people being so secretive and not wanting to collaborate. Um, what's your what? What are some of your two cents on scarcity? Uh, billionaires do not become billionaires not to share their message. They're sharing whatever it is that they're selling from the rooftop. That's one. 
I believe that I attract billionaire energy. Okay. So I'm going to talk about the financial before we talk about the meaning behind it. Mm -hmm. I attract billionaire energy. Leanne, you have billionaire energy. You have the energy that you're, you have divine unrest. You're not going to give up until people understand this and the healing needs to occur around. You have what I believe is your light grows with every session and every person you get in contact with. And the more and more you see like-minded individuals, the more excited you are about the possibility of this earth wor- world and this earth healing. That's mm. billionaire energy. Mm. What stops people ultimately is believing that they're the only one that has a specific message to share. You might be the only one that delivers it in the way that resonates with your audience though. And it is about locking arms. I do not believe business is meant to be a solo journey and a mark because what happens is there's martyrism in that. There's, There's resentment. And I believe resentment is stronger than um, deficit. I resonate with this so much that it needs to be a communal thing, having a community. And there's such a yearning for that in my soul. Let me tell you what I've experienced when I have dabbled a little bit in entrepreneur communities, female entrepreneur communities. This, First of all, the scarcity energy in it is overwhelming for me. It ends up being an environment I actually don't want to be in. And it ends up being... I want to be careful how I say this because I'm not hating on anyone. I do think each person is showing up and there's a beautiful goal behind so many of these things. But to your point earlier, it ends up being how can we take this archaic model and, you know, help us feminine women understand it better? How can we help the women fit into this archaic model rather than kind of what you're saying is like, no, we need to create something completely different. Yeah, it doesn't have to. It's not like a archaic model versus something different. It's an archaic model versus Lee Ann's way versus mm-hmm. Jeanette's way. Just like health and healing, there's no like process or protocol. One size fits all. There is a one person's way in business and your message and your light needs to be delivered in the way that it was received. It makes me really excited to just like dabble in you a little bit more because yeah I think when I'm in some of these groups it's so much of the messaging is here's how to sell more here's how to connect more here's how to this more and that doesn't always resonate with me I resonate so much with what you're saying which is here's how to step more into your authentic home and hue of light yeah and that really at the end of the day is what I'm interested in. I'm doing what I'm doing because it feels like I'm setting my soul free. This project I'm I'm working on, it's like when I pictured it being birthed into the world, the freedom that went through me in imagining that was like, oh my God, I am not doing this for anyone else. I'm doing it for me because this is a part of my soul that needs to come out. Yeah. Not to, you know, reach a certain follower amount or sales count or whatever. 
but you will get that and you will get that because that's your inheritance for your courage. Mm. That's so good. Yeah, you will get that. Um, unfortunately, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a, sometimes a bad rap with like some entrepreneur communities. And I just want to say the reason I, I do only attract and call in billionaire energy is because of the millionaire energy. And the millionaire energy is like, I'm going to move you out of the way. I'm the only person that can get you to six figures in, in six months or kind of thing. And that's scarcity mentality. What I also find at the millionaire energy, and this is just my own little brain making these definitions, okay? But when I think of the billionaire energy, they want either quick cash and then want to chill back and hang loose and have things on evergreen. There's a, At a certain level, you, you cap yourself off. And also things that you keep doing the same season after season after season, it loses its potency because it no longer has the spark or the fire, the flame, the message that is necessary in this real time. So I believe in this concept called that I teach at my retreats called entrepreneur hygiene. And we need to touch everything we've ever touched once a year in that space and upgrade it just a tiny bit to have it mutated into what this world needs now. Oh, I love that. That's so good. A question that came up as you were talking about, I attract this billionaire client. Energy, billionaire energy. Billionaire energy, sorry, right. Billionaire energy clients is, I think this comes back to boundaries of, I don't take all clients. Can you just speak to that a little bit? What, is it a feeling? Is it an intuition of this isn't the right energy for me? Thank you for reaching out, but X, Y, Z. So I'm going to say this in the most compassionate way. I have space for everyone when it comes to -to one-to-one. And at that time, I want to help them heal their business no matter what. Um, But it doesn't mean that they'll be continuing the journey. They probably will not. If they're not in alignment with me and they don't have billionaire energy, they won't be invited to my retreats. They won't be invited into my secret society masterminds. Um, But I am committed to help anybody who really wants that help. Mm, Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think that's a great way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Where else do we want to take this? Oh my gosh. It's been so good. I'm just kind of seeing what notes I made. Testimonials. Is that something you feel comfortable sharing about? Just some of your, maybe your favorite stories or whatever might come to you. Yeah. One of the business traumas called just being static. Okay. And I had a client that came to me, did like almost a million dollar launch, I think like $750,000 launch before me, had an amazing launch, so soul aligned, I reviewed everything, beautiful. Then they did it again, they replicated the same launch again, and they had a $47,000 launch, okay? What ended up happening is they came to me because they're like, I don't get it. They hired consultants, they hired all these people, and I said, it's because you expected the same results without infecting it with your new evolved spirit, with your mm-hmm. new fire. So we did probably 11 business trauma healing sessions. So we did 11 sessions, prepared for her next launch in route for half a million organic launch in one month. Wow. And those those sessions, are those all full day sessions? No, we start off okay. full day. Then it's just like okay. two hour like check-in. Okay. Okay. Oh, that's amazing. And I think the deeper message there is actually the ease. 
it's yeah it's ease and if I want you to think about if I could put like an analogy to it or like a visual it's I want to imagine you and me are going to bake a cake okay and we get enough for two cakes but we only make one and then our friend Anna Banana says can you guys make the cake again three months later We're like yeah she's like the exact same cake and we still have the ingredients from three months ago that are spoiled Mm-hmm. And we're making it again, and we're literally expecting the same results when it was the energetic frequency of the time before. Hmm. It spoils. There's a certain degree that things that sit on the shelf spoil the potency, except for some books, you know, Conversations with God, The Untethered Soul. <laughs> but when it comes to service, when it comes to service. That's so good. And I just think particularly with human design a little bit, what it made me feel like is when you are in alignment, everything that you are trying to create or do or call in can happen with so much more ease. It doesn't need to be this daily grind, this killing yourself, this forcing yourself into molds that don't fit. No, actually, it's actually the quite opposite. With my clients, we go on vacations and we build the business for like a week. We go on vacations to beautiful places one week, do it twice a year, and the most spectacular, beautiful businesses are created. Mm. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I do want to ask if you feel comfortable to share a little bit of your background story and just how did you get here? So I worked for my family-run business that ultimately affected our health. It ultimately affected our health. We were in construction. And um, mom, dad, grandmother, all and myself, all in the hospital for various reasons within two weeks of each other. Now we realized we were the sickest people that we knew. And I became a caregiver, a very honored but reluctant caregiver at the same time, all three of them under one roof. And I was taking care of them at a very young, young 20-year-old. Um, I then helped my grandmother through cancer. Ultimately, she left this this plane um, because of complications from a stroke and the fear of cancer coming back ultimately. And when she was buried, I saw a casket in the dirt next to her, and I almost forgot that my grandfather had gone through cancer, and yet we had totally different experiences. And I said, why didn't we bring these lessons forward? Um my, I call, I believe my grandmother anointed me. She anointed me with my ability to see perspectives and to empower people without telling them what to do. Um, she trained me. She said, don't tell me what to do. Just ask me what I want. Um, and I thought it was just, just beautiful and, and perfect. And from there, I worked with many uh, executives who were struggling with cancer um, or some kind of diagnosis. And they hired me for health and wellness but they kept me for the business strategy of how to make life simpler. Every single one of my clients told me, Jeanette, what you helped me in my business, you allowed me to see that my business was slowly killing me. Mm. And I decided that I cannot just only do this to the executives or the entrepreneurs who, who have a diagnosis. And so now I'm just opening up to everyone and, so that's what the spiritual business healer is because I've always been a healer and I'm so freaking spiritual. Um, but it's been the business strategy that that has kept me around and has really helped change and mold the lives of so many. Mm, 
That's such a beautiful story. And one of the things that I want to just share with like your audience and your community is that when I start started my last round of masterminds, I reached out to you and I said, I need you to scan my ladies and support their emotional up level. Because while we're healing ourselves, healing our businesses, we need that energy frequency medicine. I call it the magic frequency medicine, your stuff. And it tastes so dang good. Um, <laughs> and every woman that's experienced your, your magic, your potions, it's just like life changing. Oh, th- thank you so much for saying that. I think it's so beautiful to hear because you just don't always hear it. You know, sometimes people don't always reach out and let you know how wonderful something was. And so whenever I get that feedback, it's so, so lovely. Yeah, it's actually inside the uh, energetic success plan. So like they have a process and they have to fill in their what frequency medicine are they taking before Mm. they even touch a computer or a laptop. Oh my gosh. They have to, like it's a prerequisite because if you don't, you're not supporting yourself on, on every level. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I think you're giving such a perfect example of when when you're in that area or in that space and you do add in that energetic support, my God, yeah, you are going to feel the impact of that exponentially. Yeah. Exponentially. Thank you so much for that. That's so nice to hear. You're so welcome. Thank you for doing <laughs> what you do. Well, Jeanette, Thank you so much. This felt like such a soul conversation. (laughs) I'm so excited about this. Um, And I'm just so honored to be able to share your light and your message and your magnetism through this interview. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And you just sparked something that I wish I, I would love to share with everyone is that, you know, your light is your light, but your business is your light in action. So it should be soul aligned. Mm hmm so good oh i feel like there's so many great quotes that could come out of this that we're all going to be writing in our journals and our planners to remind us (laughs) thank you again